business. The blog and podcast for game changers and innovators in the construction industry. Hello and welcome to episode 57 of the AEC Business Podcast. I'm Arni Heiskanen and my guest is Laura Kasovic, CEO and co-founder at Ambient Lab. We're going to talk about wearable smart technology and how to use it in construction especially. Well, it's great to have you on the podcast, Laura. Thank you, Arnie, for having me. I'm really happy to be here. First of all, can you say a few words about your company and and yourself? Sure. Um, well, Ambient Lab was started about four years ago by a few renegade Intel engineers. Uh, one day we decided, hey, look, wearables are becoming really sensational. Bluetooth technology is evolving. And we decided, let's go ahead and create our own company. And there are five of us here. And uh, we've been grudging along for four years and we're really happy. Uh, we are headquartered in San Francisco and we also do manufacturing in the USA and Asia. Um, but what do we do, you ask? <laughs> we are actually experts in sensors and machine learning. So we develop wearable technology um, and then we take those solutions and take the sensor data and turn it into relevant metrics. So for example, you wear an armband with motion sensors and then we can determine whether or not you fell or whether or not you are undergoing um, some kind of issue, let's say a tremors, okay, or you're sweating more than you normally do. So that's what we specialize in, wearables and then sensor analytics. Uh, I, I can imagine that there are very many uh, uses for your technology, but what what are the main uses today? Today, uh, the main users are actually motion and gesture recognition. So we have folks that use it in the healthcare, um, and they're looking at whether or not grandma fell down the stairs, or whether or not post eye surgery, whether or not you're holding your head in the most optical, optimal position in order for your recovery uh, to occur in, in a small amount of time. Um, so we find a lot of uh, healthcare applications are very popular, okay? And then uh, a lot of wearables in the sports um, domain too. So we're talking about people doing smart uh, baseballs, um, smart Fitbits, uh, or should I say smart CrossFit type wearables. Um, for example, you could wear a wearable uh, sensor in the gym and we can tell you how many push-ups and sit-ups you did that day. Okay, mm. so those kinds of applications, but always centered around motion and gestures. Uh -huh. Yes, I can, I can imagine that there are many benefits of, of using this, this kind of technology. But what are the main benefits? What, why should we use them? Right. So I'll speak specifically around construction, which is what, what we're talking about yeah. today. So there, there, there are three reasons why you'd want a wearable in, say, a construction worker's hands, right? One is safety. First of all, this wearable is going to tell you everything about how your day is going. We know if you're working too long of hours. We know if you're the opposite, if you're sedentary. We know whether or not you fell or a dangerous situation has occurred. We even know your heart rate, how much you're sweating. So this kind of information is really important because it gives us an idea of whether or not a dangerous situation has occurred or whether the worker is in a stressful situation. And this is important, right? So it leads me into the second reason why it's beneficial is 
for insurance purposes, okay? When an accident happens, we actually have more data about what, what happened. Mm -hmm. So if you slip and fall, we know perhaps why you slip and fell. Maybe you're fatigued, or maybe it was 140 degrees outside, and you were in a very dangerous situation that you shouldn't have been working in. We have a better understanding of what happened. Mm -hmm. And then the third benefit that I see a lot, which I think is very neat, is kind of this improved and more efficient workflow. So we do have folks that actually manipulate data entry using their wearables. So instead of you know actually entering in something into a computer. Instead, you can do a gesture, and then it'll have that same effect. So think about some, somebody in a construction line, instead of having to press enter every five minutes into a computer, they can actually do a gesture that says go, okay, and then keep that assembly line going. So I think that's kind of a neat application, is kind of improved and efficient workflow. Yes, 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 that's, that's true. Well, uh, so you have specific solutions that you're providing. Mm -hmm. uh, can you tell a little bit about what what is it in, in practice? Right. So let's say you're just coming onto our website and you're looking for what you need. Well, we've divided into kind of what we call three verticals and three solutions. One of them would be a health band, okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a sensor that gives you biometrics. We're talking about skin's temperature, sweat, heart rate. And you can get that band right now and then start getting the data you want. Then there's the other vertical, which is kind of more generic motion and gesture wearable. It's the one you'd pick out um, that has all of the motion sensors, and then that's the one you can translate to, say, that data entry in your keyboard, right? So maybe the gesture of doing um, a wave is the same as pressing the enter button on your keyboard. Mm. And so that's one of uh, the three. The last one being our industrial sensor, and that's not a wearable one. That's actually one that you would embed into a machine. Let's say you're embedding it into a fridge. And then it would keep track of the temperature of that fridge. Now, the good thing here is that, let's say the fridge fails, well, it will give you an alert. But in the construction site, it could be something much more important, like a failed piece of equipment that will actually lead to a dangerous environmental situation. Yes. Can you lo locate the uh, device? Yes, you can. Yes. Um, a number of ways. You can either tie it to a GPS position or use Bluetooth as kind of a proximity sensor. Okay. So, for example, if I have a very, let's say, expensive uh, expensive machinery on, on the construction side, I would mm -hmm. use a sensor and, and see if it's uh, leaving the construction site uh, right. during the nighttime, for example. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it so, should... yes. Yeah. Yes. That application certainly, um, you know, they've solved this using iBeacon-style technology. Um, so you'd basically have some kind of hub in the building, and then there is also a sensor on the machine. And then if they're no longer communicating, then obviously you would raise some kind of alarm. Mm. So yes. Mm. Accidents are very common in, in, in the construction industry, unfortunately. So I, I see you you referred to safety and that's a very uh, very important issue um, mm -hmm. do you have do you already have any uh, let's say examples or case studies from the construction industry or so not construction specific yet we just got into this yeah. um article about 2 months ago so this is new for us we have been contacted by a number of steel factories mm -hmm. um but this is new to us, so we're hoping to have some case studies uh, up on our website very soon. Uh, by the way, do you do your own uh, applications or 
do you provide the uh, basic technology or what, what is your role in the uh, in the process yes that's correct so i mentioned you know you go on the store you buy the sensor so that's one part of the solution and then the second part is the software so we do develop the applications on top where it could be integrating with let's say your own servers um and, and your you know your factory floor um something of that uh nature or it could be something fully custom so um you describe an app and then we go ahead and design it for you. So we certainly do that level of customization as well. Uh huh. Okay. So uh, if one of our listeners would not, got interested and w would like to start experimenting with your solution, uh, what should they do? The best way to get started is to talk to me. I am the first contact at Ambient Lab, and you can reach me either via email or via a contact form on the website at www.ambientlab.com slash contact and then we'll get started and you let me know what your problem is and we'll let you know how to fix it what are your future plans do you have plans already for the future <laughs> yes we'd like to solve more real problems you know i think wearables are incredible there's a lot of good technology there and then we we want to find the real problems to solve with them. Uh, construction, healthcare, there's a lot of problems to solve there and we want to be at the forefront. We want to provide sensors and solutions to solve real problems. Yes, that sounds very good. Well, um, do you have anything anything to say to our listeners in the construction industry? Any, any ideas or messages that you'd like to mention here? Well, one of the biggest complaints from people is hey, you know, we're really scared to try and solve this problem because we think it's going to be too expensive. Mm. Well, I'd like to say one thing that's no longer true. You know, the, the, the mobile devices have really, really created this kind of, um, you know, price and price-friendly wearables. And so, you know, it's affordable to create these really unique solutions now. And I think now is the great, a great time to try and solve these, these problems. Um, by leveraging this new technology, especially machine learning, you know, not just the sensors and the hardware, but also the machine learning and all of the computational power that we have are, that are disposable in our hands now. Um, so if you have a problem, you can solve it now, and then you can solve it in an affordable and effective way. Mm, mm, that's good to hear. Um, by the way, we had some, um, let's say, security issues uh, recently with the um, webcams, that were trying doing a DDoS uh, attack. Right. Uh, uh, so security uh, is something that you should consider. How how secure is your solution? Well, the first thing I like to mention about that incident is that th those were cameras from China, and we are proud to say we actually manufacturing almost everything we make in the states, and we keep everything internal, and we work <laughs> with a lot of encryption. Um, so, it, you know. Be wary of the technology you use. Sometimes it's a little too cost-effective, and then <laughs> you wind up um, with those kinds of problems uh, involving security. Uh, we take them very seriously here, and like I said, we do all of our development internally. Mm. Okay, um, so you know, those were very, you know, those were made in China. Those, those, it was a new company. So when you're doing these kinds of projects, do your due diligence when you're buying these types of products. Certainly, <laughs> yes. Well, um, 
I think we got a, little, uh, a pretty good idea of what you're doing and, and how you could help in the construction industry. And, and you gave us your address, and I, I'll certainly uh, add that to the show notes. So uh, please uh, contact Laura if you are interested in this, this technology. And I, I thank you very much, Laura, and all the best to your work. Thank you so much, Arnie. Take care, and thank you for having me again. Thank you.